0: Hey, what up everybody? Tim Castleman. Here, Welcome to the Jew Drink Tim Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Castleman, and I know, I know, I know, Tim, what happened to the podcast, Tim, the podcast, is like, I woke up to like Twitter messages, Facebook messages, and I have a couple of emails were like, hey, Tim, uh, listen, it's Monday morning, and uh, I was wanting to listen to the podcast, but I couldn't. And there's a perfectly good reason why you couldn't. I'm actually recording this late. I'm actually recording this Monday night, which is super late for me. And the reason why is because I have an asshole for a friend. That's right. My good buddy, Chase Powell, I'm putting him on blast, I'm giving names, decided to invite me over last Thursday night to hang out at his house, to crochet little sweaters for our little miniature dachshunds, right, to play patty cake, patty cake, maybe some Call of Duty deathmatch, who knows, right? So I show up, I'm like, do sit down, next thing I know, he's hacking and coughing and everything. I'm like, oh man, your allergies killing you? He's like, no, I'm sick. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I got a cold or something like that. And I'm like, why did you invite me over? right? And he's like, well, dude, you know, I feel okay to hang out. I wouldn't have invited you over if I didn't feel okay. I'm like, yeah, but you're sick. And because you're sick, you're going to get me sick. He's like, oh, no, man, that's not going to happen. What the fuck happens? Bam, sick the next day, right? So I was down all weekend. Okay, now a couple things you need to know about me. I'm a gigantic pussy when it comes to getting sick. I'm like, oh, I got a hangnail. I got to go to the hospital, get this finger amputated, let it regrow, try it again. Guys just don't like being sick. Right. And I can't remember the last time I was sick. So like this whole weekend, I'm like, I think I'm going to die. And, you know, I'm doing all this medication and stuff. And like last night, I actually felt good. So I was like, you know what? Let's get up. Let's get out of bed. Let's put your big boy pants on. Let's record a podcast. Before I did, I was like, man, I got a little bit of a cough. Let me try to take something to help my cough. So I I scrum, you know, I I rummaged through the old uh, medicine cabinet and I find this stuff called Robitussin Adult Maximum Strength Nighttime Cough DM. Or as it goes by the street, what the fuck? Let me tell you about this stuff, okay? You know, or maybe you don't know because you don't watch MTV raps like I do, but rappers, right, they got a big thing drinking syrup. It's like codeine and cough syrup together. I get it, homies. I get it. Shout out to all the syrup drinkers out there. I took two swigs of this, and I was on high street. Right, and what's hilarious is my wife's like, "Oh, here, try this. Take this. It really helps me with my cough." So I'm like, "Oh, I'm knocking it back, right? Like it's water, like you're like a like a gentleman, like you're supposed to." And my wife's like, "Oh, you know, I wonder if you're gonna have crazy dreams and hallucinations like I did when I drank that shit." And I'm like, "What? Like?" And and she didn't tell me that before. Like she waited till I took half the bottle, and she was like, "Hmm, I wonder if you're gonna see flying elephants and little scary clown men like I did." Thanks, babe. I appreciate it. What it did do was make me feel like I was epically high and then jittery as hell and I could not go to sleep. I was tossing, turning, and I was like, oh, finally I crashed. Woke up today. I feel amazing. This stuff is so good. I literally feel fine. Got a little bit of a cough. You know what? I'm going to drink the rest of the bottle tonight just to be sure. And then tomorrow I'll sign my record contract and I'll be with G-Unit Records and I'll be good to go. Because that's how it works, right? That's how it works. So I got the old nighttime Robitussin Maximum Strength Cough DM Medicine along with old Dos Madres. In a commemorative cup, ladies and gentlemen, because we have our first unofficial sponsor. Now, let me explain to you how the unofficial sponsorship works. People send me shit, I whore myself out, and I tell you about how great the stuff is that people send me. Look. I'm not going to make any pretenses. I'm totally for fucking sale, okay? You send me a trinket of any nominal value over $7, I'm probably going to talk about it on this podcast. It just happens that a really cool guy sent me a really cool gift that I want to tell you about. So my accountant, Corey, okay, with EvolvedFinance.com, plug, go check him out, right, hooked me up with some custom bar glasses, they say Castleman Brewing Company, and, and they're awesome. So they show up. Here's, here's – let me give you the backstory, so you'll understand what I'm about to tell you. So last week he, he goes, hey, man, what year were you born? And I was like – I was born in 1979. I was like, why? Are you ordering me penis pumps online? So lo and behold, Saturday, I'm sick. My wife goes, hey, honey, you got a package. And I'm like, I know, it's hanging out. You want to touch it? And she's like, not that tiny little minuscule package jackass. I mean, from the mail, something of importance, of value, that I don't try to destroy with every glaring look in my life. So I rip it open. It's this beautiful box. I think it's from the Red Velvet Company. And I'm like, oh, shit, a cake. Diet's off. YOLO, right? And it turns out it wasn't a cake, but it was these cool bar glasses that had my name and when I was born and all that good stuff etched in it. And then the card goes hey, here's the penis pumps that you requested. What I love is that the card is handwritten which means somebody had to take that message from the internet and go hmm, how bad do I need this job today? bad enough to write, here's your penis pumps. And knowing that I'm not going to get any penis pumps. So there were no penis pumps. There were some awesome bar glasses. Thank you, Corey, for some of those. I greatly appreciate it. Listen... A free plug, okay, I get nothing if you if you use him, if you're in the internet marketing business or you need someone that understands the internet marketing business, Corey is the guy that I use he was recommended to me, okay fair credit by Rachel Rofe. I've loved and used him over a year and he's done great, He does all my taxes all my affiliate, you know, all the bullshit that you can't explain to the guy, the H&R block, he definitely takes care of, and he does it on a flat fee so I don't have to worry about like, well how many hours is he working this month, it's like, he works one or ten or a hundred I, I get charged the same Amount And this guy does a ton of the taxes for the big names, right? The gurus that you know, like one I'll let slip and hopefully I don't get sued and he doesn't get in trouble. Like I know he does taxes for the foundation. I think that's Dane Maxwell. You know, that's a big name I see around Facebook. And he does a bunch of taxes for a bunch of well-known people. So I trust him with my money. I'm not in prison yet. So therefore, if you're looking for an accountant, you should definitely check him out. One thing, I'll give you a little caveat, right? Got to be making a little bit of money. am not saying he's expensive, but, you know, if you're making 20 grand a year, you're probably just good sticking with your H&R Block guy. But if, if you're making good money, I'd probably say high five, six, seven, eight, and beyond. You definitely want to check him out. The reason I have him is because he can tell me everything I need to know about my business. And the real reason I have him is peace of mind, knowing that stuff's getting looked after and that I'm making money and then I'm getting, more importantly, I'm getting all my deductions because, you know, those stupid cab rides to the airport, the airport, right, the flights, the, you know, when I go to the JV Zoo event at the end of this month, right, I'm getting all that written off and he's making sure that I get it accounted for and more importantly, that I don't go to jail for it. So I recommend that you do that. And speaking. And of money, let's talk about it, right? Want to do a little brag, a little celebration? You can send all that haterade to 100, go fuck yourself lane, P.O. Box, suck my nuts. Lubbock, Texas, right? Got got word today, not official confirmation, I'll have that next week, but I believe we have matched our 2013 total year sales already In the first three days of august in 2014 what does that mean that means all the money that i sold last year we've already matched that number at the beginning of august 2014 so just an amazing incredible year thanks to you wonderful listeners and of course all my customers and affiliates and jv partners and ex-wives and haters and whoever else right you all play a part in it somehow so not only have we made the most profit ever that we've made in our business, but also we've made the most amount of total gross sales um, this this year than we have and ever so this is a record year on all fronts for Cashman Consulting LLC I do not take it for granted I'm always humbled and blown away every time that I log in and see people pay me for my stuff and I'm like hey they like it maybe maybe I should keep doing it speaking of keeping doing it good news for all us internet marketers summer's almost over went to Walmart the other day they got all their back-to-school shit out now I don't have any kids I got dogs because they're cheaper and cheaper and I can kennel them without getting in trouble right um, so the cool cool news is summer is almost over. Kids are going back to school, which means that unlike right now, the sun will not be out for much longer later in the evening. Winter is upon us, as they say in the old Game of Thrones land. And when winter starts to become upon us, customers are stuck inside, not as active. And as a result of that, they're online more looking for ways to improve their outcome their life, their everything, which means you should be hitting and hustling now. I will tell you that last month, what we did compared to already in the first four days and three days of this month is ridiculous. I, I'm i not 100% sure, but I bet if I looked, I bet we're already halfway to what we did in all of last month. So that tells me summer is coming to a close. It's time to get out there, hustle, make that money, right? Live that lifestyle and get that paper, as they like to say. right? So, so much to think and talk about today, right? The one thing I actually want to talk about is something that uh, that I just covered with my staff today, and that is like simplicity. See, this past weekend was nuts. We had an affiliate promotion. We were having some, so that meant we we're having an affiliate promote some of our stuff, and we were doing two internal offers. We were doing a Kindle offer and a general IM offer. Uh, we also had a webinar that we were wrapping up. It was just nuts. Oh, and we we're publishing some Kindle books and getting those ranked and all that. Just bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S, right? I just always think that Gwyneth Stefani says. And... Like in our Monday morning staff meeting, which I have every Monday morning with my staff, I'm like, look, that's awesome and great. And we made a lot of money because we did make a lot of money, but we can't be these, these plate spinners anymore. See, what a lot of people do in their business, and there's nothing wrong with it because I'm guilty of it too, is they spin all these plates and they do hoping, right? Well, I hope I can keep track of it. Well, I hope I know what's going on. Well, I hope, 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 hope. And what happens is if you don't manage that and have it in type of a controlled chaos, everything can come down and the wheels can come off the business very, very quick. So let me talk about my journey to simplicity. Okay, and really what we should title this is hashtag first world problems. Um, But it it really is something that I've been been struggling with a lot uh, recently. So for those of you who have never listened to this podcast, first of all, I'm sorry. Uh, Second of all, welcome. Uh, Third of all, you should know I have a gadget addiction. So this weekend... My boy Wes Adams of KDSpy.com, KDSpy.com, an amazing um, Chrome plugin that lets you spy on your competitors on Amazon when it comes to Kindle books, and he's got some cool stuff coming out with that later. Um, he sent me a Chromebook, right? I rocked his promotion. He thought it was awesome enough to send me a Chromebook, which I love because I have technology issues, meaning I've got more computers than I've got rooms in this house. It's it's. Kind of ridiculous, right? Um, In fact, I used it today. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, It'll be a great addition. But here's the thing, right? It's to the point where I have so much stuff that I need to manage inside my head that it doesn't allow for any new stuff, right? So the more I try to manage internally, the less I can produce externally. So when I'm trying to be like, all right, well, I got my desktop and I got my MacBook Air and I got my Chromebook 1 and 2 and 3 oh, and another desktop and this one and that one, right? It becomes a nightmare because I got to manage cords. I got to manage. I just got to manage that. And all that stuff takes up kilobytes and megabytes and trigabytes and whatever in your brain. And believe it or not, the stuff that you're not even thinking about is taking up brain capacity. Like all the stuff that's on my to-do list tomorrow, all the stuff I didn't get done today, stuff I got to get done after the podcast, all of that is just killing me right? And killing you when it comes to productivity. So I am on a quest for simplification in my life in my business, and my relationships. So let's talk about life. I'll tell you a couple crazy things I've done. I don't expect you to do the same thing. It's no big deal if you do or don't. And if this isn't for you, that's fine. At least you got to hear what kooky and crazy Tim Castleman is doing. About a month ago, I decided, eh, I got a closet full, like a full walk-in closet full of clothes. Uh, I don't wear most of them anymore because I can't fit into most of them, right? But that's neither here nor there. And I just, you know, I'm tired of like having 100 shirts and 50 pairs of shorts and pants and wearing the same four so here's what I so I got rid of it all I called up Goodwill and I said hey I got our donation for you and they said great we buy 830 tomorrow so they came in they're like what do you want I was like see that whole closet right there take it all so I gave away all my clothes all of them 100% which means I'm sitting here recording this podcast naked right just ass sweat and you and me what what why are you going why are you crying what's, what's wrong what I say something I said no I gave it all away except for like five shirts A couple polos, uh, some shorts because it's 9,000 degrees here in Texas, a few pairs of pants, dress and otherwise, and that's it. So I have probably less than 10 articles of day-to-day clothing that I wear, not counting the unmentionables, and by that I mean the butt thongs, right? Or, sorry, the Brazilian bikinis, as uh, my friend Joanna calls them, right? Um, And socks because you can never have enough socks, Right? I can't wait, and I don't know what, what age, maybe podcast listeners can chime in, at what age I can go with the Black Sock Birkenstock combination. But the second I'm able to do that, please, please know that's going to happen. So I got rid of all that stuff because it was really frustrating every day to be like, no, no, no. Now I get up, right? Do my thing, put my clothes on. I'm like, which one of these five shirts do I want to wear? Bam. These three are dirty. These two are clean. And it's just peace of mind and simplicity. I never have to wonder about what I'm going to wear. I never have to worry about what I'm going to wear. I just know it's there. And as long as I make sure that I do laundry enough, I'm good to go. So that's one thing that I did in my life. If you're looking for a way to really simplify your life? Go cash only. I know that's cray-cray because you got these credit card points and this debit card thing and stuff like that. But it's like, say say you put yourself on a budget of $100 a week. Take $100 out every Monday and then start paying for stuff. And when you get done with 100 bucks, you're hopefully you're done with the week. Find ways to make life simple for you. The less choices you have to make externally, the more space you have and capacity you have for being creative, for being present, for being all of the woo-woo guru stuff. Right? Because right? here's the thing I notice about myself. I, I lie to my. I'm a great liar. To myself, Like, oh, I have the willpower to stay up late and not eat horrible food at 2 o'clock in the morning on substances. Like, I'm sure, right? Like, I mean, everyone else gets the munchies, but not me because I've got it figured out. Well, it turns out, okay, according to my doctor and the scale, that's not exactly true. Um, so, therefore, I just know, hey, if I, I, if I don't resist myself, if I don't have to use willpower, it makes it really easy. Because willpower, they're finding out the more books that smart people besides you and I read is a finite resource. It's like a battery on an iPhone. It only lasts till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And the more you tax it, the more that you basically deplete that battery. So in the morning when you're like, oh, should I have a donut or should I have coffee or should I have eggs or a muffin, each one of those decisions is taxing, 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 taxing. So that when you get home at night, your battery is empty and you're like, okay, I could have a really healthy salad for dinner or I can order a pizza with cinnasticks sticks and brownie bites. And then you're, you're Your willpower is not there to stop anymore, so your brain's like, "Fuck." You know what I think would be low-fat, low-carb, and amazing is a pizza, brownie bites, and cena sticks. Okay, so if you if you make less choices during the day, your willpower stays stronger. Like, here's a little tip for you: You want to lose some weight? Start going to bed earlier. The less hours that you're conscious, the less hours you can eat. Like, well, Tim, I already get eight hours. Well, crank up to nine. See what happens. Crank up to 10. Or if you really want to lose some weight, go hang out with one of your idiot friends that's like, hey, by the way, I'm sick. Let me just give you this Ebola virus. Speaking of that, totally switching topics for a second. Two things. One, when did it become okay to go out of the house sick? Like I was always taught as a kid, if you were sick, like stay home, don't infect everybody. But now with this whole Ebola scare that they got going in Africa, I hear they're bringing people over to the United States. Like, do they want the walking dead to occur now? Is that, is that it? They're like, fuck, we don't have any ideas for the new season. What if we transfer someone with Ebola to the United States? Let's, let's send them to New York and let's see what happens and what goes. Right. So that's my point. If you simplify your life, going back to what we're talking about before, if you simplify your life and you reduce the number of choices that you need to make, that means that you're going to have more capacity to be creative and work on the other stuff. Same thing with your business. Bottom line is, despite how amazing and awesome you are, you suck at way more things than you're good at you suck at way more things than you're good at. I tell you what, somebody uh, who's a Facebook pal of mine, find a good photo of mine, right? make sure I've only got one chin and not threes, go ahead and put that in a little meme and then tag me with it and I'll, uh, I'll throw you some Facebook love or something like that. I, I don't have any prizes. The guy only sent four glasses. What do, you, what do you expect? It's totally a one-way relationship. You send me gifts, I brag about it. I, I don't have a budget per se on this podcast because all of it goes to this delicious Dos Madres. Right. Um, So we suck at a lot of things in our life, but we try to get better and we try to make, you know, well, I'm really mediocre at setting up tech stuff. So if I work really hard at it, I'll get from, you know, totally suck to not suck so bad to maybe maybe even mediocre or just average instead of going, you know what, I suck at that. Let me outsource that to person X, to person Y, to person Z. You're like, well, Tim, I don't have any money. First of all, hopefully you are listening to this while you're working. Okay, If you already got a job, go get a second one because it'll be real easy to get because you kind of got the first one. And the other thing is you don't have to trade money. right? You can trade in goods and services. And, of course, I mean having sex with your tech person. That's, of course, what I mean by that. right? Of course not. Just be like, hey, you want to learn something about Twitter? Yeah, I got this Twitter course. Can you kind of set it up for me? Yeah, great. It's a great way for you to be able to trade barter services, and it'll make you be resourceful and go from there. So with me, I try to find the stuff that makes me the most amount of money. Like today is a great example. I didn't meet with my staff. I'm obligated to do that once a week to make sure that they're not embezzling all the money. And I can bark, you know, bark my orders from on high like Caesar and be like, hey, here's what we need to kind of get done and stuff like that. But when that's done and, you know, the day-to-day operation stuff's done, it's like, hey, I have to go be hippie creative, as I like to call it for a little while. So I roll down to the coffee shop and I bang out 3,000 words in two hours of a new product or a book that I'm getting ready um, to produce. Well, what's going to make me more money long-term? The, the hour I spent with my staff kind of setting up expectations for the week is important, but the fact that I'm coming out with a new course and a new way to make money is important-er because that is proper English. I'm 100% sure of it. Sorry, I know I'm having to stop the podcast intermittently. When I do that, it's not to take a drink, although that does happen, but it's also to cough my brains out. So the good news is I still have a cough, which the great news is I get to take some more Tussin. Got to get that Tussin in me. So in life, with life and business, you need to simplify down to the two or three things that you're really good at and you're energized. Okay, It's the end of Monday. right? Everyone else has gone home for the day. I'm looking outside. The neighbors are barbecuing, playing with the kids. I'm like, shit, i got a podcast to record. I'm not doing that because I hate doing this podcast. It energizes me, excites me. When I'm done with this, I'm probably going to have another burst of create, uh, creative energy, and I'll probably go work on my book some more or a product or check some emails. Chances are if you put yourself where you get energy and not where you get drained, you'll find yourself more successful in the short term and in the long term. Because it's like, hey, Tim, I got this great job. You're going to make all this money. Oh, that sounds amazing. What you got to do is you got to get up, right? And you got to just get punched in the face repeatedly all day, every day. It's like, eventually, I don't care how much money it is, you're going to get tired of the beating. And that's what I see with a lot of people. They get into jobs and careers that they just don't like, but they just keep taking the punches to the face because they have to. There's nothing worse than being like, oh, every day's an ass kicking. But I got to take it because I'm comfortable and I'm used to it. and This is what I should be doing and this is what I expect and this is what is expected of me. So with life, try to find ways to simplify it, whether it's, you know, simple stuff like wardrobe, right? Getting rid of stuff, um, reducing the amount of electronics in my life, which I'm trying to do, okay? In business, find out the stuff that you're really good at and outsource or eliminate or just don't do the stuff that you're bad at. I had a friend, he's bad at answering emails. He's like, man, I'm terrible at answering emails. You know what the solution is? I'm getting ready emails. I'm just not going to have an email address anymore. And I'm like, huh, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, where do I send you stuff? He's like, you send it to my assistant, and then she tells me about it. I'm like, that's brilliant. That's awesome and brilliant. And then along the same lines, you've got to simplify what you're doing in your business because like this weekend, again, we had two internal promotions, uh, an affiliate promotion and an affiliate promoting us. Does anybody think that we did a 100% bang up job on all of those? No, we did a good enough job on most of them and we did, a, did even an above average job, I would say, but because your focus is divided... You're not able to concentrate all your focus and goodwill on one thing. I guarantee you we probably would have made more money focusing on one thing and started trying to do all four things. And because we had some half steps and some miscues, now we've got to go back and fix them. And ultimately it takes more time than it's worth. It's just like internet marketers. you are like, I don't understand, Tim. Why don't I make any money online? And I'm like, well, tell me what you're doing. They're like, well, I got this Facebook page that links to this YouTube. that has got a Twitter account that's got, you know, this Amazon physical product that links to a Kindle book that links to, you know, some Facebook ads. That link. And I'm like, stop. Like, do one of those things. Get it going really well. Then add another log to the fire. When that fire gets you know, manageable again, add another log. Everyone wants everything now, and I get it. We're instant gratification, all right? All the crackheads have shut this podcast off long ago because they're like, well, oh, what do you mean I've got to do work and i got to make responsible choices and i got to do stuff that I'm not used to doing. That sounds horrible. But the people that get it understand it's a process that you build up over time, and you build one success off another. You build one learning opportunity off another. I like to model, and I want to get to the point where I model a company that's actually a cigar company called Padrone Cigars. P A D R O N? Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds good. Common spelling, right? Uh, the cool thing about them is they were really popular during the cigar boom which is like early, I'm sorry, late 90s. And, and basically they were selling every cigar, like they would roll a cigar and it would be sold before they even got done rolling it. So all the manufacturers at that time were pumping out shit, right? They're like, look, if it looks like a cigar, put it in a box, sell it. This is the boom. We're going to make all the money. Let's do it. But John said, no, here's the deal. Every, every year since our existence, we've grown 10% in manufacturing capabilities in you know, this and this and, you know, in, in deliverables and all that stuff. We're going to continue at that pace. Well, guess what? A lot of those companies that you knew about or smoked during the boom, they're gone. They're bankrupt because they didn't focus on quality. They focused on quantity. Padron is busier and more popular than ever because they are steady and consistent. That's how you become a 100-year business, a 200-year business, a 300-year business, and beyond, okay? Slow and steady wins the race, somebody told me. So that should be your goal. Now, I'm not saying to use that for apathy. I mean, if you've got capacity, go for it. But if you don't, okay, or you realize like, hey, things are getting a little unmanageable, spend that time, retreat a little bit fix your plans, okay, and then scale up from there. If you start feeling that like, wow, we're, we're kind of duct-taping shit together here, that's not a safe place to be, okay? To put it another way, if you were on the spaceship and, and you were like, hey, I'm I'm not really sure how we're going to get back in the uh, atmosphere, and they're like, oh, Tim, it's no big deal, we got this duct-tape, just wrap it all the way around the space shuttle, and we'll hope that you guys get back in okay. It's like, mm, not a good plan. Or you can be like, hey, you know what, we're going to fix some tiles uh, man our defenses, you know, uh, insulate ourselves from the burning hot lava fire that's going to happen, and then we'll go from there. So you've got to find ways in business to simplify. And I know it's tough, especially those guys who are on marketers' emails. I hit my list aggressively. My job as a marketer, by the way, is to show you as many opportunities as possible. Your job as a human being is to go, I want that, I don't want that. And I'll tell you, my business is intentionally simple. I live off optimized press, WordPress hosting, um, using Screencast-O-Matic or Camtasia, right? a wireless headset mic, PowerPoint with some cool custom backgrounds, uh, Easy Video Player, or Easy Video, whatever the hell they call it now, right? which is a great service. Uh, Kindle. But I mean, it's very, very, very basic, the setup that I have. I could duplicate that setup on any business, on any machine, in a matter of... Maybe 30 minutes or less than an hour. I don't have like, well, I've got this plug-in and that plug-in and this. It's like, no, I don't have any of that crap. I just have the stuff that makes me money. Everything else, I let somebody else worry about. And I don't get um, you know, bogged down by the latest shiny object. I, and I definitely stay the course. And that's tough. Okay, that's even tough for me. Like I see all these Facebook millionaires. And I think, damn, I would love to know Facebook. I would love to do that. And here's my recommendation. If you see something and you really want to do it or you really want to apply it, but you know yourself good enough to be like, eh, you know what, man, I'm not really good at like managing numbers and stuff. That's why I have an accountant. Go out and hire somebody to do that for you. Go out and hire someone to be your manager for that. Okay, I hired Corey to be my bookkeeper, not because I can't count one plus one, but because he is a professional. He knows exactly what I'm doing. And more importantly than that, he knows exactly what to look for. And he, I mean, he has experience over several multi-million dollar companies. Surely he can handle Castleman Consulting, Inc. So hire experts to speed that learning process up or to manage that entire process for you. Bottom line is, don't make it complicated. I know guys running seven-figure businesses, okay? Off YouTube, like that's where they host their videos, and PowerPoint and Camtasia. Like, someone don't use PowerPoint. They're just, like my buddy Don Wilson, right? He's just, um, he does case studies all the freaking time. Hey, here's a case study. It's literally Screencast-O-Matic, or he uses uh, whatever the hell the Mac equivalent of that is. ScreenFlow, think that is? Yeah, I've got it. I have never installed it, obviously because it's not simple enough for me. So he uses ScreenFlow, and he puts all his videos up on YouTube, and then he has like a PayPal buy button for his stuff. It's the most ghetto, I don't give a shit, looking stuff in the world, but that guy makes seven figures a year doing that. So clearly it works. If the message is strong, and the information and content is strong, people will overlook the deliverables. That's honest, right? Find a way to keep things simple, don't expand unless you absolutely necessary need to and if you're not comfortable in an area in your life outsource it or hire someone to do that i'm not good with the tech stuff okay my teams better at it than i am okay and they still screw it up why because we have too much stuff going on too much stuff going on instead of mailing out for 500 different affiliate offers pick one a week get behind it, create a bonus, mail multiple times for it. Each different mailing is a different hook or a different angle that you can get people interested and excited and wanting to learn more about what's going on in your business and what's going on with that product. I mean, you know, where else do you like know of a business like hey this is the latest greatest thing ever and then tomorrow they're like no wait this is the latest greatest thing ever and then they have to like i lied to you this is the most amazing like people's bullshit meters just go off the chart instead of going like hey this is really awesome nope this really is awesome listen to me this really is awesome hey, I'm telling you, this is really awesome. It's like, well, fuck, I got to take a look because this guy keeps emailing me about it, like, like that annoying friend that won't leave you a note, like, you need to check it out, 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 and go from there. So simplicity is the key to success. Simplicity is the key to success. Keep your business, keep your life, keep your relationships very, very simple and cut and dry. Speaking of that, I want to thank you guys. I got a ton of feedback from the Haterade episode the other day. I appreciate all the love and support we finished. Uh, number one in that affiliate contest, the two Nuthanger affiliates uh, continue to try and bait me into public fight and debate. It's just not worth it, right? Like even my buddy Ben Atkins, right, was like, hey, man, you know, quit feeding the trolls. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got it. So I, I just, you, you can't do that. And And this week was extremely tough extremely tough for me because I had a long time personal relationship that I had to finally just look at and be like, I got to release it. I got to release this relationship. And this is like a relationship dating back to 2011. It is probably one of the most personal, emotional relationships I've ever had with somebody. And I just had to say like, enough. Like enough is enough. I can't keep getting taken for granted, right? I can't keep getting blown off and I can't keep coming to the rescue of this person and their dumpster fire life. And that's extremely hard and difficult to do. But I can tell you, as someone that has done it, it frees up room for you to focus on your good and your healthy relationships a lot more than it does being like, hey, this person's always broken and I'll fix them. And if I keep fixing them and putting them back together, that does them no good ultimately because they never go, hey, you know, I'm kind of broken and maybe I need to talk to someone or figure out or read a book about why why all my relationships take this negative spiral and I can't seem to keep relationships going and I keep stepping outside the confines of that relationship and causing damage like... If you always fix that person and you stop it before it hurts, then they never can fix that relationship internally. And that's the greatest gift you can ever give to someone is to let them stand on their own two feet to figure it out with the help of somebody else and then be able to permanently change uh, their life and understanding from it. So there you have it. That's this edition of this week's 2 Drink Tim podcast. Next week, I'll be up... Uh, to 100% full of piss and vinegar again Uh, just as soon as I finish this Dos Madres and the Robitussin uh, I'm sure I'll be getting back to work so I appreciate all the kind thoughts and well wishes on Facebook and Twitter and if they email about the podcast, I'm so glad you guys are enjoying it. I really look forward to seeing you again next week. And until then, remember, simplicity is the key to success. Find ways to simplify and automate your life as much as possible so that you don't have to be worrying about the day-to-day operations of your life and you can work on your life instead of in it, just like you can work on your business instead of in it. So with that, I'm Tim Castleman. You have a great week. I'll see you soon.